You are listening to Echo's brand new podcast. Welcome back to Echo the podcast. Then this episode, we are chatting with actor and musician Ian uh, Nelson. Um, you might know him from the movie The Boy Next Door, which stars Jennifer Lopez, um, as well as Teen Wolf. And also, he's been in The Hunger Games. Um, he's acted alongside actors like Robert Downey Jr. Bette Midler and Levine uh, Cox. Um, now he is releasing his own music. He just released his debut single, 21st Century Love. Uh, we are chatting with him about his brand new single, the music video, his tap dancing, acting and music, and much more. Um, how are you doing? Doing well, thank you. Yeah, it's cold in Los Angeles. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was, uh, I was up on Mulholland last night and it was like, Freezing, actually. <laughs> it's really cold up there. I couldn't stay for long. Um, I was in Buffalo last week, and I'm like, it's warmer over there right now. Um, oh, man. I'm a little jealous. Um, okay, let's um, start off. So I know you're obviously like, you, you originally got started in the industry as like an actor. Um, talk about crossing over, because I know like a lot of actors um, kind of do acting first, but then music later. So kind of like talk about like wanting to cross over into the music um, world. You know, it was, uh, it was, I've been taking voice lessons since I was a little kid. Cause I started acting in musical theater when I was probably 10 or 11. Um, and I'd done plays before that too, but they were just like school plays. But I, I started taking a uh, voice with a new teacher in LA probably about two years ago. Um, and uh, his name's Dave Stroud. And one day after like our, one of our second lessons, he's like, you know, you can't keep singing covers for the rest of your life. He's like, you have to start writing your own songs. And that was the first time anyone ever told me that. Um, and I, you know, I wrote poetry and stuff before, but I never really wrote a song, but Dave like planted that seed. And then, um, I was writing a musical at the, uh, probably I started writing that musical around four or five months after I started taking with Dave. So in order to write that musical, I had to learn how to write songs. Um, and then from that stemmed pop songs, learning how to write, like learning pop structure. And cause I was like, Oh, if I can write a song like a musical theater song like this with no structure, cause musical theater has a very, um, kind of like fluid structure to the songs, um, from my understanding. Um, so I learned how to write pop songs. And then, uh, I was on set of this film in, in upstate New York, uh, called paper spiders. And this is about a year and a half ago. And, uh, I wrote my first pop song just in the hotel room. Um, and then I sent the demo to my voice teacher. Um, and he introduced me to a producer, uh, Jacob McCaslin, who I, who I made 21st century love with. Wow. So it was a very organic process. It was it just felt very natural and, um, accessible. Wait, 21st century love. So that was the first song you ever like originally wrote. That was the first produced song I ever did. I had wow. done one demo before that. Okay. Uh, and the song was co-written, uh, myself and the music producer. Okay. Um, I mean, I love the song. I was just watching in the music video. Um, was it Beverly Hills you were filming? Uh, Hancock Park. Wait, where? Hancock Park. Hancock Park. Okay. It looked like Beverly Hills for some reason. Um, beautiful. It's a beautiful street. Oh, it does look really pretty. Um, so like talk about, cause obviously I was reading the bio and everything. So it's about this girl that you matched with, um, <laughs> Was it Twitter or was it what what app was this? I'm not gonna say the app, but 
<laughs> I'm not going to say the app, but um, yeah. So I, I matched with this girl and it was like, I just, there was some, there was like this feeling like, you know, I don't know. I feel like most people, you know, our age around dating apps and stuff, especially with the pandemic, which has made the song all the more, unfortunately it's made it all the more relevant. Um, cause it's kind of like the only way to really meet people. Cause you know, you can't really go up to someone with a mask on. It's, it's weird. Um, you know, right. But, uh, yeah, so I matched with this girl and then I remember just, I was sitting at my desk and it was, it was kind of late at night and I was just like, this is weird. What a weird experience. Uh, and the first, the first lyric that was written was I fell in love with you on a screen. Um, and that was the first thing that was written down. And then the song started off as like a very like strange structure. Like it was a verse, 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 kind of like kind of bluesy song. Um, and then, uh, I just, that's what I played for Jacob and we took it from there. Wow. Um, what about, obviously don't like say her name or anything, but what about her kind of inspired you to like write the song? I I mean, it's not, it was just, it was just a feeling. It was like, you know, it wasn't like I had met the love of my life or anything. It was more just like, there was this, there was this almost like there was this added, uh, like importance to the moment. You ever have those, like, they're not, they're not remarkable moments, but they're like very ordinary experiences that have an added layer of meaning. And you're very aware of that. It's an important moment in your life. Yeah. There's something like, like there's some aura like around it. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's just, it's like this little portal opens up and you kind of are like going to let it in or you're going to step into it. Um, and that's kind of the experience. So it wasn't, you know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I, I, going back to that mask statement really quick, I was like, Oh, the new question for dating is like maskless. Like, are you going to show me your face? Um, maskless. <laughs> I was like, it just popped in my head. Uh, but, um, okay. And then obviously you shot the video for the song back in April. Um, uh, you know, I watched the whole music video, very simple. Um, love the tap dancing at the beginning. Um, you're so t like, when did you get started in tap dancing? Like what, like what kind of like started your passion for that? I honestly, I don't remember what specifically, but I started when I was like 11 or 12 and tap is the, the really the only dance form that's, that's just been a part of me since then. Like I did ballet and jazz and like hip hop when I was a little kid, but tap dancing was like always the thing that, um, I just did all the time. Like I had, there were, there were slabs of wood all over my house in North Carolina where I grew up and like, you know, I just tap dancing and, and funny thing is like the tap dancing, you know, it's just something I do. It's not like, it's just a very, like, if I'm just standing somewhere like in line at a grocery store, chances are I'm doing something with my feet. <laughs> like if I'm listening to a song, I'm just like, I'm trying to hear the rhythm in it. And it's like, you know, I love tap dancing. Um, have you, you tap dance in grocery stores? I would love to see that actually. Um, <laughs> um just staying in line L lines at grocery stores are so painful so i need some excitement some entertainment um <laughs> um talk about because the video was filmed um typically videos are filmed like multiple shots at a time but this was like one 
long video. Yeah. So like, did you have to do a lot of restarts or? Weird, weird thing is we didn't have to restart a lot. It was, you know, the hardest part about doing a one take music video is, uh, the, is really the light. Um, so we had to, there was like an hour period for two days where we shot. Um, so it was almost like we could only get about five or six takes each day. Um, if we were, if we were lucky. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a simple, it's simple in observation, but like, you know, we, it was a lot of preparation getting to that moment and then just being like, all right, we just got to let it rip until we lose the light. Um, and, uh, then we finally got, uh, a take that, that was, was good. So, (laughs) you know, it's, but it's fun. It's like, uh, one takes are very similar to like, you know, the cuts are really fun. Like the, the last music video I shot, um, is, has a lot more cutting in it. So it was a whole different structure shooting. Um, it was a bit of a relief in a weird way. <laughs> it's like, all right, we can cut if the shot doesn't work. It's fine. Um, was it different? For, like, is this your first music video, um, that you filmed? What was I, it like? Oh, sorry. No, you go ahead. No, I done, I done a music video for another artist. It was a series of music videos for Snapchat a few years ago. But this is my first music video for my own song. Yes. Who was the artist a few years ago? It was Goldrum. Goldrum. Okay. Goldrum. He makes. Uh, he's like. I don't. I don't know how you. Maybe it's like. I mean, it's beautiful music. Um, really, really, really cool artist. I think he's based in LA still. Um, but good music, and good music videos too. It was fun. It was a really fun shoot. Um, I was gonna ask, like, what because you do a lot of TV shows. What, what was it like filming a video for your own song, uh, compared to like, you know, filming on, you know, a TV show, what, like, are they both the same level of pressure or like, yeah. Um, I don't know. You know, it's, 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 it's all acting at the end of the day. You're really just trying to communicate a story. Um, you know, I had done long takes, in, in projects I've done, but I had never done, you know, a four and a half minute take before that was the longest I'd ever done. Um, so in that regard, it was a little harder, but in terms of doing a music video for your, for your own song, it's kind of like, you know, um, it feels like a very like whole experience. Like you're, you're creating a visual for, you know, this, this, like, you know, this, this, this song you put into the world, this sound or whatever. And then on top of that, I I handled essentially most of the post-production. The co-director, you know, was helping me along the way, but like I edited the prologue and stuff. So it was, it was a total, it was a total like all encompassing kind of experience where I like, you know, saw it through from start to finish. Um, and uh, the co-director is amazing. His name's Colin Stark. He's uh, a photographer based in LA, but he's like, he's so much more. And his photography is like one aspect of him. Um, and he's, uh, he's been like an amazing creative partner uh, with me throughout all this. So I've been very grateful to have his, his guidance and, you know, friendship. Um, how would you say in a way you're like acting compliments your music and then like vice versa? I see songs as like vessels for emotion. Honestly, it's like just an arena, you know, just to express something 
And it's kind of like, you know, as an actor, you walk into a scene and the scene is an opportunity to tell a specific kind of story, a different, uh, like a, a kind of emotional, um, experience to have that. And then songs are the same way. Like, you know, it's, it's kind of like you step into the arena when you're in the recording studio and you're kind of just like, how am I going to tell this story today with my voice? And acting's no different. I mean, you look at the, you look at the greatest actors and they all have terrific voices, you know, whether it's like, I think of cool voices. I think of like Al Pacino. I think of like, you know, Brad Pitt has a great voice. You know, Sam Rockwell has a great voice. Mark Ruffalo, like all these people have, you know, great sounds. So, you know, acting and music, weirdly, they feel so similar to me. Um, I feel like, I feel like it's a very natural, you know, it's, it's not, it's not a surprise. I think why actors end up making music because music is a, a relatively more solitary experience than acting. Um, it's something you can do with less people on your own. And it's also just like a very, um, you know, a lot of actors start off in musical theater and love to sing. And, uh, I think everyone should, should write songs. Like I think writing songs is a really, really accessible form of, of healing and, um, and getting something off your chest that you might've never known was there, you know? I wish I could write songs. I feel like it's like such like a mental block to like be able to write a song, like, cause you think too much. And I think that that is where the talent comes in. Cause like, it's such a talent to just not think and just write. So. Um, Gotta write past the thinking. Yeah. Exactly. Like, so. Um, um, so since you're both acting and now music, um, would you say, so this, this year has been kind of crazy. Um, would you say from your own point of view, music is like taken such a toll by this pandemic as acting has, or I think both industries are kind of like bouncing back in a good way. I think both industries are bouncing back. I think it's going to be, I think acting takes a little bit longer, um, in terms of just the, the complexity. I haven't experienced any any discussion of, of touring or anything. So that doesn't really affect me, but I know that's affected the music industry heavily, obviously it's a huge source of income. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, I think, I think things are bouncing back in a really fun way. You know, the, the, the quarantine was like a very, very, uh, growth filled time for me. Um, I just wrote a lot. You know, it was like, all right, acting's not going to happen for a while. And this is back in, you know, March, April. I was like, all right, acting's going to, it's going to like, you know, take a backseat for a little bit. And I was just grateful that I had an artistic expression to like pursue while the world was <laughs> falling apart. It kept me sane, you know, like I just practiced my guitar all the time. All I did during the pandemic was practice my guitar and, um, and write songs and, and finish producing the music video and like, recording the next one and you know, all that stuff. And it was, uh, I'm ready to act again. You know, I'm ready to get back on set and, uh, and, and experience that. But I'm um, very grateful for music right now. It's been awesome. Um, speaking of your guitar and then you talked about covers, what was the first song you played on guitar? Um, yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was society by Eddie Vedder oh. from the movie into the wild. Oh my God. And it was, wow. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. And when I heard that song, I was like, Oh, I really want to play that. So when I, yeah, when I first started playing guitar, it was that. And it was like, 
I think it was Father and Son by Cat Stevens because those are all, I think that all those songs use like, I think it was just F, C, A minor, E minor or something, which is relatively simple to do. And those are the first songs I played. Wow. Um, big shoes to take on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're better in like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So if you could set up a fan, cause you, you have fans from acting, um, for them to listen to your music, um, what center would that be? And I'm talking about your own music, not the covers. You mean like what, um, like what setting, like, yeah, just people, what's crazy, like desert people have answered desert beaches. Now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly not the desert. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not a beach. It's like my, you know, I find if I play my guitar on my beach, my hands get kind of like sandy and like everything feels weird. I, I never bring my guitar to the beach. I, I bring another one to the beach. Um, uh, living room, man. Living room. Peaceful. Like a big living room, not in a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> big living room for COVID. Oh my God. Yeah. During COVID, outdoor patio. Outdoor patio. In, in a neighborhood that doesn't mind making lots of noise. <laughs> there you go. Oh my God. Um, I have to say that the, when you were talking about March and April, I'm like this, at the beginning of the pandemic, it was so different because I was like thinking about, you know, you finding yourself. I'm like, yeah, that was true. I, it was like a nice little finding myself too. Um, and now we're just all like, you know, impatient and want to get back to get back to it. <laughs> um, like enough of that, enough of that stuff. It's like 10 years ago. <laughs> um, um, okay. And then, um, what's, uh, one quote you've heard in life, uh, that you'd want to echo out to fans. It's called echo. Yeah. Or that I want that I want to communicate. Um, there's so many running through my head right now. Actually, I have a, I have this like giant mood board thing just written with quotes that I made during the pandemic and I framed them all. There's just like giant kind of pieces of writing. So I'm like scanning them right now, seeing if there's anything that I want to, there's, no, there's a lot of them on there in terms of a quote. Oh man. I don't know. I don't know if I have a specific quote. Um, that I'd communicate to someone else. But I think the main thing is, is like, you know, I feel like so much about this time for people is realizing that like, you got, you got what you need. Like you just got to get quiet. Probably the greatest quote of all time is, is uh, I forget, I forget what Greek philosopher said this, but it was, um, it was either my mom actually had it uh, made this, this like wooden panel was made for me when I was a little kid. And it was like, it was like the greatest gift you can give yourself is to know thyself or like know thyself. It'll be the greatest gift you give yourself or it's some, some paraphrasing it, but the whole point is know thyself. And the whole point is like, got to know yourself in a weird way. It's like, not know, not know all everything about you, but like be aware of your tendencies, be aware of what you have to say. Cause everyone has to say something. Everyone's got something to say in this world. And it's kind of like, so I love about music and acting is I feel like they're just, they just help me be better at, you know, at me, they help me understand me better. Um, and then through my own, you know, desire to grow and understand myself, that seems to inspire people. 
um, which I think is like the greatest gift of all of it. Uh, I love, you know, if I was, you know, when people reach out and they ask advice and stuff, you know, if I were to boil it all down, it would just be like, know thyself. Yeah. Spend some time with yourself. And, uh, cause there's a lot, there's a lot there, you know, for sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying it's all pleasant. I'm just saying it's good. <laughs> I know. Um, sometimes you just don't want to think about yourself. <laughs> no. Fake everything. Oh my God. My heart. No one wants to do it. So kind of last question to wrap it up. Um, you're planning to release your debut, I'm assuming, EP in 2021. Uh, what what kind of can we like expect from it? Songs are getting better and better. I'm finding I'm finding uh, I'm finding my my expression. Um, we've recorded uh, about three songs total. Um, and, uh, we just shot the music video for the second one. It's rad. Um, and then we're recording the, we're finishing up recording the third one right now. And essentially, man, it's just like, just finding it. Um, you know, it's like when you shoot it, it's like, you know, when you shoot a TV show, the pilot, it's still good, but everyone's still finding their footing, you know, everyone's still figuring out what's up. And, uh, you know, by like episode six, seven, you're just like, all right, we're in a, we're in a, we're in a groove now. Um, and, uh, yeah, just, you know, the, the music is is still in the, in the pop rock pop genre. Um, and, uh, we're just, we're just figuring it out, but it's exciting. I'm super excited, man, to kick off the first one, kick off the first one. Then we can start releasing, um, release the next one. It's just like, you know, beginning a whole journey, uh, which I'm excited about. I'm excited to hear more music. I mean, you have a really good voice and kind of almost reminded me of a Nile horn in a way. Um, okay, yeah. 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 So I, I can't wait to listen to more of your music. Thanks for listening to this uh, episode of echo the podcast with Ian Nelson. Make sure you follow along with him on his socials and listen to his brand new song, 21st century love, which is out now. Make sure you follow along with Echo on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest. Thanks for listening to our podcast here at Echo.